Hey, what's going on, guys? This is the J and J podcast. However, we got we got a new guest in the house. You know, it's been a minute since we had somebody on. My guy Thomas Valdelio Mendez. Uh, how we doing, my guy? How are we doing? Uh, I'm just glad to be here. I'm a long time listener, first time caller. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. You know, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to come come join us. Uh, we do not have sports inferno on today. My guy Chavelas. Um, I, I kind of told him that I want to talk baseball with, with some, some experts, I guess you can say, I mean, everybody can really call themselves an experts nowadays, but, um, you know, you know, your Dodger baseball, I know my Dodger baseball, you know, we're, we're true fans of the game. Um, and obviously, you know, we got playoffs coming in today and tomorrow starting. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's just get straight to it, man. Really. I mean, you know, I got you on here for, we got another special guest, by the way, coming on later. Um, but yeah, let's start now. Uh, Dodgers tomorrow, Dodgers Cardinals. Uh, just give me your thoughts before we move to that matchup on the entire Dodgers season. What did you What did you think of the regular season for them? This has been a long ass season. I don't know if I can say that, but it has been super long. Just do you, do you remember when we had Trevor Bauer as like our third oh, man in the rotation? That felt exactly. like years ago, dude. Exactly. And I don't know if it's Ted would have mentioned his name, but just the fact that that was like months ago. And we have an entirely new look. Well, I guess kind of a new ace that's brand brand new to the team. And I'm trying to remember like all the like all the uh, all the the bad kind of stretches we had. Uh, I remember when we got swept by the Padres. Imagine that. Mm. Looking back, it just didn't seem that like a big year, that deal. That was years ago too. So. I don't know. I'm. I seen. I seen this team literally go through it all, like from being like choking a lead or uh, making a huge comeback. So honestly, I have no idea what to expect from this team. I I usually think like, oh yeah, they'll make it, but I have no idea. I feel like they're. I mean, momentum and going to the playoffs is can be you know debated if it if it really matters or not, but they're. Feeling pretty good. I mean, obviously, Kershaw not most likely not going to be around for the postseason is definitely going to be a huge hit. But uh, I mean, just you got to think of. I mean, <laughs> if, if anything, you got to think of this for Kershaw. Uh, so right. I don't know. It's 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 a, it's a tricky team. I love this team honestly. I really do. I love the chemistry. I love I love having Scherzer and Albert Pujols on on the same team. Who would have thought? So I'm really excited for for these playoffs because I mean it, yeah it's the biggest the biggest teams as you always see but these are some powerhouses I'm excited to see this and um, this wild card game is is making me really nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in just a sec. I wanted to ask you though one more thing. I mean obviously it was an up and down season for the Dodgers. You know we we kind of started all right. And then, you know, we were falling off just a little bit with Padres coming in. Like you mentioned, they swept us early in the season. Um, but then, you know, we kind of picked it up and, you know, I, I am feeling good about this game tomorrow. You know, we, we are coming in hot, like you said, you know, it's great end to the season, you know, picking up Scherzer and turning the deadline was huge for us. But I wanted to ask you, um, who is really your MVP of this team this season? Like, who is the guy where you're like, you know, this guy really, really just like took us, took us how, you know, to 106 wins this season. Like, this is the guy that really won this for us. Uh, I mean, do I have to choose a player? <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, you could choose uh, a handful, really. You could choose, like, really two or three. I know, obviously, the Dodgers collectively are a great team together. There's not really one guy. Like, there's, it's, we're not picking out a Bryce Harper here. Like, the Phillies yeah. really just have Bryce Harper, and that's it. Um, you know, the Dodgers are a better team, obviously, better quality group of guys. But just give me two or three players that, you know, you were like, you know, if without him, we really not have gotten this far. Yeah, that's more fun. I think, well, I, I'm going to give more than two examples because I think the first two I'm going to give are very obvious. And that's Scherzer and Turner from the Nationals. I mean, what a what a huge trade. We've I don't think we've uh, have we lost a single game with Scherzer starting. That's the crazy part. I don't know. And this, the run that he's had ever since he's been on the Dodger uniform, insane. And then Turner, uh, you saw that uh, I heard that he actually had the batting average crown or whatever. Yeah, he, he did three twenty two. I believe was his batting average this season. And I believe he's at an 18 game win streak or, or a hit streak. And I just hope in, in the double digits hand. It's insane the impact that he's had. Usually, uh, I've seen this stat usually during the games where when he gets a hit, well, the Dodgers are more likely to get a win or at least get a run out of it. Which, I don't like that. I always, I always had an issue with. I remember when we would always have uh, trouble with runners in scoring position. Like, that was a big thing in, like, 2018, 2019. But lately, it's not been a problem. And I think uh, it's for sure because of Mookie and because of Turner. Absolutely. So, I, so instead of those two, I'm going to go and pick uh, – this is going to be a tough one. I think I have to go with my goal, uh, Urias. Mm-hmm. Always been super solid all year. Uh, I mean, you can't – like, the first NL pitcher – in a while, or I think Mexican-born, or I saw this out a while ago. It was like the fourth Mexican-born pitcher to have 20 wins in there in, in the season. And that's just insane to me, so even more props to that. Uh, yeah, Urias had some um, had some, uh, some issues sometimes. He had a bad game here and there, but that's like kind of the same thing I would see from, from Bueller like years ago. Like he would have a really inconsistent season, but he was always for sure – uh, there with you in the playoffs. So I feel pretty good about ODS. I think he's for sure. I think my favorite pitcher of the year, I mean, if I couldn't pick Scherzer, but uh, for sure ODS. And for hitting, that's even tougher because there's so many people who have uh, who have been huge for us. Seager's had a really good year. Monty, of course, was threatening for an MVP spot, but that didn't last too long. Uh, Turner has also been – I'm really glad he's back, Justin Turner, so that's really good. But I, I think I'm going to go with Pollock. I think I'm going with A.J. Pollock as the hitter MVP because he – like when he's been hot, he's insane. Not to say that he's only had like hot and cold stretches. He's been really good consistently. But when he's hot, it's insane. Both – it's like it feeds off into his defense and vice versa. Uh, he's been really great this year, and I'm really glad to see it because he doesn't get a lot of love. He's he kind of uh, he's lost in the shuffle with all the the big outfielders <laughs> with the stacked outfield pretty much. So yeah, it's for for sure me. It's Urias and Pollock. Yeah, I mean that's that's two really two good ones. I mean obviously Max Muncy's another one off the top of my head. I know it's unfortunate we're going to lose him this game tomorrow, and possibly yeah. in the first round if we advance, but. Uh, Max Muncy deserves – I think really he's a, a top two 
maybe top, maybe just even the best first baseman in all of baseball, really. I mean, Paul Goldschmidt. I agree. Fucking good, too, as well for the Cardinals. And, you know, we'll talk to him right now about, about it in a bit. But, I mean, Max Muncy's a stud. I really do think he deserves some MVP votes this year. He probably won't win it with Tatis and all them coming in. But Max Muncy deserves his flowers. And another one I kind of want to just throw under the – or not under the bus, I guess you could say, but give him his flowers is Justin Turner. I mean, that dude's consistent every year. We really yeah. don't talk much about it. But he, he plays consistent every game. Um, you know, I can always rely on him. I'm getting a hit. Uh, maybe he won't get the flashy home runs and the RBIs, but he will definitely get you a hit, like you like you brought up with Trey Turner, um, having that 18 game win streak. But yes, of course, uh, Julio Urias, that man, I, I I betted on him to but to win the Cy Young at the beginning of the year in April. Um, I don't think I will cash in on it, but I mean, <laughs> deserves he deserves some some flowers there because he has the most wins. Um, in all of uh, baseball this year with 20. He's the only one actually won 20. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up. But, I mean, overall, this team, they were great. I mean, Pujols had his moments. Beatty, don't understand mm. why he's not batting more because he's killing it. Lux is finding his stride lately. Um, Seager's been hot, which is important. We need him right now, like the playoffs that we did last year. Uh, Mookie is Mookie. And you can say Pollock, man, that guy is super underrated. And I'm glad you brought that up because this dude – He's also reliable right now as hell. I never really trusted Pollock these past years, um, but this this year he really changed my perspective and things. And you know, I, I definitely cannot pick up anybody, pick out anybody in this lineup that I don't trust really to bat right now. They're all freaking doing great. So um, yeah, I mean this team overall is great. The pitching is great, um, but let's just get straight to it, man. Let's just go straight to the wild card matchup against the Cardinals. Um, this episode is probably going to get released after, but, you know, let, let's just talk about a preview now. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to look very, very smart or yeah, exactly, very Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, looking back at – I mean, just looking at the Vegas odds, they are one-and-a-half point favorites right now, the Dodgers. Um, they are hmm. huge favorites for the money line. So, obviously, Scherz is in the mound. Uh, Wainwright for the Cardinals, which I kind of want to note, though, real quick. I know you said Urias is – you know, he's the – the winnings, he has the most wins this season in all of baseball. Number two is Wainwright. Not a lot of people know that. Uh, he has 17 wins under his belt. He's tied with, I believe, Scherzer or Bueller, one of those two, um, yeah. for most wins this season. So Wainwright has low-key been, been great as well. So, you know, this, this is going to be a closer matchup than what people think. But, you know, give me your thoughts. What do you think is going to happen? Um, I, of course, I know who you're going to pick, but just give me reasons why you think that's going to happen. I, I talked about this with my with my dad yesterday too. Um, I think it's gonna be very close. Of course, uh, in my uh, bias or even without bias, I still think the Dodgers take it. I think for a number of years, the Cardinals would always kick their ass in the playoffs, always. Right. And I think enough time has passed, and I, their identities have completely changed where I think now it's finally going to be flipped. Now we're finally going to be winning these playoff series against them. 2014 still hurts. Uh, uh, that's the right year. So I think I got the wrong, the wrong one. But uh, I, those past experiences make me very nervous. That's why I am still very nervous about tomorrow. <laughs> um, I mean, that being said, I like Scherzer. Obviously, we're always really good when he plays. He got, he got a little beat up, I think, the last two starts but that's fine I mean it happens I think he's still very locked in and I remember his last squad card wasn't the greatest either I mean he didn't do great but he didn't do awful either so um I don't know I just think with the pitching staff I think he'll he'll recover 
and he'll have a really good game. I think one thing I'm, I, I want to look out for, too, is I, I respect Wainwright, and I know that he's a good pitcher. But uh, you mentioned the, the eventual uh, Cy Young winner, Corbin Burns. Uh, we lit we into him pretty, pretty well uh, last game. So I feel like the if we can if we can knock off the Cy Young for after three three innings, I really feel good about their confidence going into someone like Wainwright, who they've had pretty good success against. Uh, we'll we'll just see tomorrow because it's it's literally only one game, and that's what makes me so nervous. I mean, I guess it's the same as football, but I don't know, man. Baseball is baseball is just a different it's a just different type of sport. There is a different beast, and I'm glad you brought that up because really it's one game. The Cardinals are going to throw really everything they got to us. If they got, you know, uh, anybody, the rest of that rotation is pretty much fair game. You know, if you could have yeah. your ace start and then, you know, whoever is next in line for the Cardinals, they're going to throw them out there in the bullpen to come out from the bullpen to play us. So it's same thing for us. You know, where I'm, I can see Urias pitching in an inning or two this game as well if, it, if it's really tight. Um, the only one that I can really just count out right now is Bueller. I don't think Bueller will be pitching just because he pitched Sunday. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Other than that, everybody's hands on deck. I know what you mean. It's fo- it's different from football because in football, you're going to have your starters play regardless um, every game, you know, and, and in, ba- in baseball, it's a little tight because, you know, your pitchers, you really don't know who's going to play just depending on the outcome of the game. So it is scary, I would say. I agree. Um, but, yeah, keep going. Yeah, go ahead. Just I didn't mean to interrupt, but, you know, I, I didn't hear any prediction, a score here. I know you picked Dodgers, but what, what you thinking for score-wise? Oh, man, I'm really bad with scores. Uh, I th- Well, like I said, it's going to be close. So uh, I think it'll be five to three Dodgers, and they'll thread in in the ninth, but uh, somebody will save the day, and I don't want to say who because it could be literally anybody. It's always – with Doc, he can literally choose anybody. Yep. So I go with five three. Uh no extra innings. That's it. I really could see Urias, Jansen, or Trinan really ending that game if if it if it comes to it. If we're a five to three in the ninth, I don't know which I one of three. I can honestly Joe. I can honestly see Joe Kelly as well. Mm-hmm. But I think I think you're right. I think Trinan, Jansen obviously, but Trinan and uh, is more likely. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised with Bruce Star depending the matchups, but. We'll see. Yeah. I'm, uh, we've... This, is, this is a scary game, man. I will tell you this. And one more question. So who do you think is going to be the MVP of this game? Who do you think is going to be the guy from the Dodgers? So like, you know, he's the one. He's the guy that won us this game today. Uh, I, honestly, I think it is going to be uh, a toss-up between uh, Seager or Pollock because See, obviously, he's going to start, so I think he has a better chance. And obviously, like you said, he's super hot right now. So uh, I think Seager's going to get us a really big hit, probably probably break a, break a tie or something. Uh, Pollock might have some pretty good defensive plays. He might hit, you know, RBI or whatever, but I think it's going to be Seager. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that's not a bad pick whatsoever. Seager has been hot, really. He's been, he's been batting uh, – uh, he's batting 500, really, the last seven games. Um, with a with a one sixty one six four five OPS, so he's he's been hot really. He's been one of our best hitters, if not the best hitter of our team the last few games. 
Oh, the dark horse for sure is Trey. I think you still have to watch out for him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of want to bet on him winning the World Series MVP if we get that far. But that's another discussion. Today. Um, that's that's something we'll, we'll, we'll get to if, if we make it that far, fingers crossed. But I don't want to jinx it just yet. Um, but, yeah, with me, I mean, really, I think the Dodgers are going to win. I think it's going to be close to what you say. I think it's going to be 4-3 to three or 3-2. Three to two. Okay. It's going to be a one-run game, I think. Uh, my MVP is Scherzer. I think he's going to go seven hitless or seven innings, um, you know, scoreless. I think he's going to shut this team down. And then once the eighth comes in, I think we're going to get a little too comfortable and we're going to give up a run here and then kind of give us, you know, a little a little feeling that I don't want to feel tomorrow night. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think – I really do think Church is going to just toss a gem out there tomorrow. I, I don't think Yadier or Goldschmidt, no matter – I mean, Goldschmidt's hot. I mean, if we're talking Seeger's hot. Goldschmidt is hot right now. And but I, I he does not like the matchup against Scherzer whatsoever. He always owns him um, in the duels, and so does Yadi, or he owns Yadi as well. So I think up and down this lineup, the Cardinals are doing great. They're being they're playing really great right now. But I think once they run into Scherzer, I think Scherzer is going to shut them down um, with a three to two or four to three game, something like that. But in terms of hitting, I'm going to go Turner, Justin Turner. I'm still a big fan of him. This dude is just always clutch, even in the playoffs. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't create the big moments in the playoffs, but he's He's a driver. He's the one that starts things um, and gets things going. So um, definitely we'll put my money on Turner to win this game for us tomorrow other than Scherzer um, and stuff like that. But, you know, let's kind of play kryptonite real quick before I let you go. There's reasons why the Cardinals could win this game. And I know, I know deep down you know, oh, yeah. know there's reasons. Do you do you have any, any – I know I did not know. I, I did this research on Sunday because obviously I started scouting them once we found out that we were going to play the wild card game. They are the best defense in the, in the league. I did not know that. So you're not going to see many errors from them. You know, if there's a grounder to short grounder to third, it's going to be out. Arnado's the best third baseman and goal glover. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do the Cardinals really – can you genuinely see the Cardinals winning this game tomorrow? I know you don't like to envision it, neither do I. But, you know, we got to also – can't put our, all our eggs in one basket. Absolutely. Uh, I think you have to say that you can lose a game like that. Uh so, I like I we've gone like up and down about all the reasons we scared. I we're scared of the Cardinals. I think the one thing we haven't mentioned is their 18 game winning streak, which is oh, insane. Yeah. Yeah, yes, sir. Which I mean, I usually doesn't bode doesn't bode well for previous teams that have had a, an incredible streak during the regular season. I don't think it's ever been this late into uh, a season, but. Uh, Usually they don't do too well in the playoffs, so I mean, fingers crossed. Hopefully they leave lost gas because that would be a uh, best case scenario. Yeah, I mean they have a really they're good, a good team. Yeah, they have a good bullpen uh, and Ace and Wainwright. Even though he's forty years old, Wainwright still throws gems. Killing it. And it's funny to me because Scherzer is like what thirty-seven and Wainwright's forty, so you know these older guys are really still still thriving in the league and. They're going to become the number of their aces for this wild card. Game. Sure, there needs an extension. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I mean, shoot, the, the whole team needs to stay. But yeah, you know, I feel like we're going to. I know this, if we can extend an entire team, that'd be great. Yeah, that's. I, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, but we we might lose a few guys here and there. But that's 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 an off season preview we can discuss later in, in the year. Uh, but for now, you know, the Dodgers. Are are seriously they're, they're the favorites to even win the World Series? Does that surprise you to win the whole thing? We haven't even won the wild card game. That's that's what that's the main thing is wrong with uh, the baseball format. But yeah, it's it is what it is. 
<laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, uh, that's that that kind of pressure scares me. I'm not gonna lie to you. It, it scares me that you know we we're playing a wild card game and we're still the favorites to win the whole damn thing. And you know, one game like this, like you said, it could really just jeopardize the whole thing. And that's why I'm afraid to bet on the Dodgers right now. They're my team. I love them. I'm gonna support them all the way through. They're my hardcore team. I love them, but I don't know, man. This pressure is kind of scaring me. I feel like it, it's not, it's, it hasn't gotten to the players just yet, but I feel like the magnitude of tomorrow's game, if it stays close, you know, anything could happen. And I'm, it's just giving, like you said earlier, it's giving me flashbacks of, of the past failures prior to 2020 when we lost to game, what was it, game five or game seven to the Nationals? That it was game five, yeah, because we were in the lead, and uh, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't – so Kershaw was put into the game for relief. We get some – he gets some hits off. Uh, and then what do you know it? He's going to leave. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, that was probably the high – that, that's up there with um, 2017. Mm-hmm. That's up there. Yeah, I mean, that, that moment itself when Kershaw lost us that game. Um, it was the, by far the second worst moment of my life in terms of sports. <laughs> Obviously, you know, the yeah. first one with the Super Bowl, but this one kind of hurt too. I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, he did redeem himself last year. It's great to see. Um, with that being said, I just got notifications, and I'm sure you did too. You know, he's not playing this postseason. It's official. Doc kind of confirmed it in the press conference not too long ago. Kershaw is not play, pitching. Yeah. Um, so this might have been his last game in L.A. Uh, I don't like to think like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, he's not playing Max, Max Muncy's up in the air. He's definitely not playing tomorrow, but, uh, Doc has not closed the door on him playing, uh, the first round. And, you know, I think it's going to be huge. And before I let you go, one more question, who do you think should start at first base tomorrow? Uh, we have options, Pujols, Beatty or Belly. Uh, who, which one of those three would you like? I think you really have to go, uh, you have to go for it. It's St. Louis, dude. It's, you got to put Pujols. Ooh. Have to. Okay. And he's All a big right. hit. He knows the team. He knows Wainwright. I think it's. I think you'd be thinking too hard mm-hmm. if he doesn't start. Like obviously, if he doesn't start, fine, whatever. You can put him in literally whenever later. But I think you sh- for sure Pollock and Pujols have to start. Have, they have to be starters. Yeah, I mean, hey, we'll see what Doc does. I mean, really, you can't go wrong with any of those players. Um, Belly has the defense. Speedy's is has the hot bat, but Pujols is the emotional pick with him playing his former team. So. We'll see how it goes. I mean, tomorrow's going to be a, a very, very nerve-wracking day. Um, it's, you know, I might cry. I might scream. I might yell. I might be happy. So we'll see how tomorrow night goes. I'm going to be drinking, so for sure I'll be oh, doing all shit. that. I, I might join in on the drinking, too. So we'll see how this thing <laughs> goes. You and I will go back and forth, obviously, throughout the game, talk about it and stuff. And, you know, hopefully we, we can come back and, and talk with more Dodgers playoffs. So, um, yeah, hey, everybody out there listening, appreciate everybody. Uh, this is uh, my guy, Thomas, if you follow him on social media. Uh, what's your at out there, Thomas? Say that for the people out there listening. Um, I am uh, at B, as in boy, Thomas Mendez. Uh, I am private, though, so I can't deny you if I want to. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Well, hey, appreciate you coming on the show. Um, you know, we'll, we'll appreciate the invitation. More. Yes, sir. We'll talk some more Dodger baseball soon. And uh, let's go Dodgers tomorrow, man. Let's go Dodgers. Let's go Dodgers. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. All right. All right, all right, boys and girls, you know, hey, appreciate it. I could get one one more time. Appreciate Thomas coming on. Um, that was my guy out there. But now we got my guy over here, my other guy, Ryan Benner, on the show. What's going on, Ryan? How we doing? 
What's up, Julian? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can absolutely hear you, man. You're, you're perfect. Good. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I just wanted to introduce you, man. Um, obviously, you're, you're, you're a great friend of mine. You know your sports. I know you're a hardcore Broncos fan, but you do know your baseball. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm here. I have you on the show. We're, I'm going to get you on. Talk Broncos soon, man. I know everybody wants to hear Broncos, especially with a heavy Colorado fan base. And we will talk about them soon. But let's talk some baseball, man. I was just absolutely. I was just talking Dodger baseball with my guy Thomas, but let's let's talk about tonight's game, wild card game, real quick. First off, uh, Red Sox Yankees, man. Who would have thought wild card game? Red Sox Yankees as a wild card. Who do you think has the edge here? Who's gonna win? Um, you know, it's an it's an interesting situation. You know, first off, I think this might be like one of the better wild card games we've had in a while, just from the basis that it is Yankees versus Red Sox, arguably the. Easily the greatest rivalry in baseball, arguably the greatest rivalry in all sports. Um, it's 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 hard to say because while the Red Sox do have you know home field advantage over there at Fenway, the Yankees right now are riding on the shoulders of Stanton and Judge, who are just killing it at the plate right now. Um, in my opinion, I think Yankees will sneak away with the win tonight. But it wouldn't shock me to see the Red Sox prevail. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, I was looking at the betting lines when you left today, and I really wanted to go Yankees. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Red Sox, I, I don't know. It's, a, it's in Fenway. I mean, Garrett Cole has been great this year, but the Red Sox have his numbers. So I'm kind of like on the fence on which side I could go here. Um, I, I, I'll say I, I'll say this, you know, with who's – on the Red Sox roster right now, there I think I believe there is more. I, I, I have investment, but I think there's better October experience just from because there's still a lot of members on that team from the 2018 World Series. So I think they're coming into a situation that you know we have playoff experience. We know how to approach this. You know, not saying you know Judge and Stanton and some of those other Yankees don't either. I just it's easy to make a case that the Red Sox have the more experience and the more advantage being at Fenway, I just feel like just right now the Yankees are just a hotter team. Yeah. I mean, it is, that is a huge advantage, you know, no matter how good great a team is, the one that's coming in hotter is going to be the one that typically wins because they have no pressure really. Um, but, you know, I don't know. This game is really the, the, the one that I'm not too sure about. And it's going to be entertaining. I know when this comes out, we're going to know the result of the game. Um, but we're really just kind of talking predictions here with this one. Um, but so you're saying Yankees. I'm gonna actually write write it right here with with the with the Red Sox. To be quite honest with you, so we'll, we'll go one and one there. I'll, I'll, and you know, kind of touch a little bit more. I am rooting for the Red Sox. You know, my heart says Red Sox. To, but yeah, I just yeah, the, if you're a betting man, you would definitely bet the Yankees. I know that for sure. Yeah, if betting man, I'll go with the Yankees. But the heart, the heart is over there in Boston. Oh yeah, 100, percent 100. percent But hey, I know we just talked Dodgers with my guy Thomas. But let me ask you real quick: Who do you think's winning that game? Oof. Um, you know, honestly, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm kind of going to reverse myself here. I think the Dodgers are going to, uh, you know, pull one out on St. Louis. St. Louis is the, the hotter team, but they've been up and down all season, except for like, you know, the last few weeks here, you know, that 17 game winning streak was absolutely impressive and I'm not taking anything away from them. I just, you know, the Dodgers are one of those teams that we think of when we think of October baseball. And I think, you know, going, you know, yeah, 
parts of the team have been a little cold and, you know, there's been some injuries, but, you know, going behind some, you know, tremendous pitching, you know, when you got Scherzer there, I think, you know, the Dodgers are going to, you know, sneak one out on the Cardinals and it will end up seeing a, you know, tremendous series between them and the Giants. Yeah, I mean, I'm going Dodgers, of course. You know me, I'm a big fan. I, I do think the Cardinals are going to make this super, super close. Um, I do think Scherzer's going to toss a gem. I think he's going to go seven scoreless innings. Um, but I, I think, think so, too. I think the bullpen's going to kind of scare me a little bit. I think the Dodgers are going to have like a 2-0 lead, and then, you know, the bullpen kind of gives it up in the eighth. But, I mean, hey, look, this team is hot. I know you're a big Arnado guy just from the Rockies. Um uh, this team scares me, man. They're the best defensive team in the league with the Cardinals, so it's going back and forth. Right. No, I think you know. Again, like you know, we what we always say on like the betting lines and all that. Like the hotter team is the one that usually has the advantage, whether they are at home or or away. But you know, I just something like like you said, it, it's Scherzer for me. I think Scherzer's just coming in ready to dominate, ready to you know put his mark in, you know, postseason baseball, because we haven't seen a lot of Scherzer in postseason baseball. And I just think he wants to, you know, to like, you know, show like he's still got it because he's getting up there in age a little bit. And, you know, for the Cardinals, like, I think there's, I think for them, they're also trying to prove that they are a competitive baseball team and that they are a real deal. You know, when they, you know, brought in like Nolan back, Oh, what was that? I think back in March, if I remember correctly, like everyone was, a lot of people had St. Louis written in to go to the World Series. And, you know, for me, I was, being a Rockies fan, it hurt. And I didn't want to see them succeed. And then, um, you know, they, like they said, they struggled throughout most of the season. And just the way they finished out the, this year was impressive. Um, just, you know, just getting into the wild card spot. It'd be fun to watch them if they get past the Dodgers, but I just think, you know, Scherzer leads LA to a victory. Yeah, I'm hoping it happens. You know, we'll, we'll get into a, a Giants, Cardinal Giants, Dodgers preview real quick. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a great game. I'm going to tune in. I, I'm going to drink. I'll tell you what, I'm going to drink. <laughs> it's going to be so stressed watching this game tomorrow night. Um, yeah. We'll see how it goes. It's going to be a good game regardless. It's just a matter of what the result will be. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so let's let's move to the ALDS, man. We're going to just, you know, for everybody listening, we're just going to preview this first round. We don't really know what's going to happen after that. Um, but let's let's start with the for sure matchup, uh, you know, White Sox-Astros. Uh, who do you have? This one's kind of a toss-up. Um, it is kind of a toss-up. I mean, in if the White Sox were healthy, if, if they were healthy, I would be easily picking with them because I think they are just the – all around like better team just at every position. But, you know, when, when you get late into the baseball season, those injuries start to build up. Um, and that's kind of what's, what's happening with White Sox. They're just not fully healthy right now. Um, you know, there's you know, their manager over there, Tony, La, Tony LaRusso, you know, he's, he's got some massive playoff experience. So he could, he knows he he's coming into this uh, series knowing exactly what he's doing, even with like a little beat, you know, White Sox. Um, but even then, you on the other side, you got Houston over there. All the controversy and just all, all the hatred towards that team. You cannot deny just the the playoff caliber experience that's over there with Altuve, Correa. Um, you know, I'm drawing a blank. What's who they got over there at third base right now? Uh, the Astros, Bregman. Bregman, yeah. Thank you. You know, there is they do have playoff caliber experience over there despite all the controversy, you can't deny that what they've done 
-hmm. you know, you can't deny them that they have the October experience. It's, I think we're going to see a really, really good series. Um, I think the edge goes to Houston just, just because Chicago's a little beat up, but if Chicago was fully healthy, it'd be them every day. Yeah, I would love to. I'd love to agree with you here. I mean, if the White Sox, like you said, were healthy, um, I would definitely pick this team uh, to beat the Astros. But I just think this is kind of. I'm kind of leaning towards an Astros Dodgers World Series prediction here, so I'm kind of stick with the Astros here. Um, I think they are coming out with the vengeance, especially with Korea possibly having his last year in Houston. You kind of believe that he's going to stay. I think he's going to leave, but that's another discussion for another day. Uh, but this team's good. This team's you can't deny it. Like you said, you hit it kind of the nail on the coffin. This team's really good overall. The Astros are great. The White Sox are great. The only thing I think that's the difference maker is I think the White Sox are one of the worst defensive teams in the league, and I think that might cost them. Um, not a lot of people talk about defense really in, in baseball, but it does. It can hurt you. It can really cost you a game here and there. And I think the Astros are going to take advantage of that. It, it, you know, you're, you're not wrong. Um, White Sox are definitely weaker side on defense. You know, you could contribute that just how much of a younger team they are. I think, you know, give us a couple years down the line. I think they mo- they end up being more of a defensive sound team. But you're not wrong right now. They Between the two of them, Houston defensively is the better team. You know, Bregman, Bregman is a good third, uh, defensive uh, third baseman, even though I, I can't stand him with a passion. Um <laughs> But he, I, I can't also deny that he is tremendous at that corner, and Correa is one of the better shortstops as well. Um, and you know, I, but yeah, you're you did also hit the nail on the coffin there. White right now, White Sox are the weaker defensive team. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it does it doesn't help that they're they are not too good out on the road. The White Sox I think were forty and forty one on the road uh, this Oof. season. So I mean, they got to take advantage of their games at home. Um, if they lose one in Chicago, I think it's game over. I think. Um, if the if the Astros take one or two game one or two of those two, you know they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna end it in in Houston quite frankly because it's three out of five, right? Uh, yes, because yeah, there's a five game series. Yeah, if if they t- if they take one in Chicago, um, it's you're not wrong. It's it's basically over that point. I don't think I don't think Chicago can beat the Astros in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we we've seen how Houston can be at home like just a playoff environment, it's it's crazy, it's loud. You know, even as you most experienced with being a Dodgers fan, you saw that firsthand with just yeah. the the World Series a few years ago. Granted, there's a lot of controversy around that one that, you know, you and I have talked about multiple times on the side. But despite that, Houston is a very extreme playoff environment, and Chicago will have a very hard time trying to get the W there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this team, the Astros are more than capable of taking a win in the game. I'm more confident the Astros taking the game in Chicago than Chicago is sick in Houston and vice versa. So, um, 100%. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we're both agreeing here. The Astros are going to probably move on. Hopefully they're right. I feel like it is going to happen. Uh, but no trash cans this time, hopefully. So <laughs> No trash cans. Well, I wouldn't put it about the, when it comes to Houston, you never know what's about to happen. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they are loud, though. I can never deny that. So, um, yeah, let's stay to the AL. Um, last one, the, the the Rays are definitely the number one team. We don't know who's going to come out of this. You say Yankees, I say Red Sox. But let's just say for the sake of argument, it's the Yankees. Um, how do you like that matchup, Yankees-Rays? Um, it's going to be – I think, honestly, you might look at me like I'm crazy. I think it's going to be lopsided, and it will go Rays. Okay, okay. Um, you know, despite – Tampa Bay losing some key pieces over the offseason, um, you know, especially in, in the pitching department. They are one – I think, honestly, in my opinion, they're one of the teams that have shocked everybody. Um, I don't think a lot a lot of people – and, I, you know, I kind of touched on it a bit 
back before the season started, we didn't expect Tampa Bay to be that competitive of a team. Mm-hmm. After, you know, just after kind of like the what the roster went through, and you know they came in and are just playing great baseball. Um, the th- there's not a lot of I would like I wouldn't say like they are like a like elite team, but they're play, getting good play out of every aspect of their team. And I think, you know, I, I think when you go up against a, a team like the Yankees who are stru- struggled all year long, like that's not, you know, there's, they're not going to sugarcoat it. The Yankees did struggle this year and wrote Stan and judge to a wild card spot. Yeah, um, and I think, you know, when you run into a team like Tampa Bay, that is just, you know, just playing all around good baseball in every position, it's going to be hard to beat them when you're relying on two players, where no matter who those players are. Yeah, I mean the Rays are just crazy good, and it's crazy to me because they they lost key pieces, like you said, they lost uh, Glassman and the, the injuries. Uh, they gave up Charlie Morton um, and a right. couple of other pieces. So who else did they give up to the to the to the, the shortstop to the Brewers? I've got his name right now. Um, dang it, because they replaced him with Franco. Um, right, and then you know, also giving up. I, I, I'm drawing Blake now. They're giving up like their ace to the Padres. Yeah, Blake Snell. So Snell. Yeah, and then they give up there. That's his name, Willie Adamas. He gave him to the Brewers. So Ridley, they lost a lot of pieces, but give them credit where credit is due. These guys are still the best team in the AL with what they have. They replaced Adamas with Franco, and then they got uh, Nelson Cruz at the trade deadline, which I by far. We'll say, other than the Dodgers getting Scherzer and Turner, this is the best trade deadline pickup uh, this season was getting Nelson Cruz because this dude can hit. Now, I'll, 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 I'll tap into that a little bit when we talk about, like, you know, trade deadline moves because there is a team over the NL that, you know, did some moves that I'm really, I was really impressed with and it's pushing to where they are right now. Um, but, yeah, no, I've, Tampa Bay just made some smart moves that, you know, filled those holes they needed, and it's allowed them to the number one seed in the American League Conference. Absolutely, and whether it's the Red Sox or Yankees, I mean, I'll, I'll just say this right now. I agree with you. They're going to they're gonna blow out whoever the team comes in from the wild card. I think the Rays are going to handle business. It's going to be Houston and Tampa in the ALCS. Hopefully we're right. Hopefully we're right. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll, – I'll, I'll, I'll add on to this. If it does um, – if it ends up being a Boston-Tampa Bay series – I think you'll see a far more competitive series um, just because I think, you know, Boston just is just over a more sound team and has the playoff experience. Granted, I know I picked the Yankees and I'm still sticking with that. Um, but I think Boston will be a very more competitive team against Tampa Bay with Tampa Bay still pulling out. Yeah. 100%. I think, I think uh, if Boston who I'm betting on today is it moves on, they're going to make it four game, maybe five game series. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, Tampa Bay is going to handle their business. I, I don't think they have an answer for Nelson Cruz and don't Franco. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes with whoever is playing them. Um, it's going to be Rays and Astros. I guess we both can, can agree on that. But let's move to the National League. Um, let's get the for sure matchup <clears throat> in the way first. Uh, the Brewers-Braves. This one's kind of the, the low-key one that not a lot of people are talking about. Um, what are your thoughts? Who's going to come out in this series? So, and th- as I mentioned earlier, there was a- another team that made some moves at the trade deadline that helped. That was the Atlanta Braves. They brought in some hitters that, in- especially in the outfield, have just um, sent their team to the next level and have carried them to this division title. You know, on on the back of, you know, Freddie Freeman, who is having just another tremendous season. Dansby Swanson, who is looking like one of the better uh, hitting shortstops in the league with putting up close to 30 home runs this year. Um, I think Atlanta has 
definitely is the better hitting team. Um, you know, they got some weakness there in the rotation. They got some weakness there in the bullpen. Um, in going over to Milwaukee, Milwaukee is far and away the better pitching team, both in the rotation and in the bullpen. They have depth at both. Um, I think we're going to have a honestly a tremendous um, matchup here between the Brewers pitchers and the Atlanta batters. I think Atlanta does come out on top. I think just, you know, they're going to the, – the hitters are far better, and I think they may honestly – kind of tee off a little bit on on Milwaukee just because they are they are the hotter team right now. Um, I don't think Milwaukee is producing enough on the offensive side of the ball that they can come out and beat Atlanta. I think this is – I don't – Atlanta's not going to sweep them by any chance because of what the Milwaukee pitching is, but they will win this series. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Milwaukee here. Um, I, I do think they – they didn't lose as much as the Braves did with Okunia out and, you know, Osuna with the whole domestic violence thing happening in his case. But you're right. They did pick up some trade deadline pieces. That's kind of very underrated. I'm glad you point, pointed that out. Um, this team's playing good. Um, I, I really do think overall the NL East was just a very div- weak division. Um, it was. That, there's no denying that. Yeah, so I think this is it's just like the Cowboys in the NFC East. You know, they're playing in a very weak division that's automatic win for them in this to get to a playoff berth. But, no, yeah, going back to this, I mean, the, the, the pitching is very much the same. The starting pitching is hot. They're both good in the starting front. The Brews kind of have the advantage in the bullpen, uh, raking 10th um, in reliever ERA with the Braves being 15th, I believe. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to be the huge missing piece is Okunia being out for this series. Um, and I think the Brewers have, you know, a lot more, you know, things in, the, in their arsenal to, to beat the Braves than, than the Braves do with, with losing Okunia. Because he's, he's an MVP. He's a stud. He's a superstar in this, in this team. And, you know, I know they got Freeman and, and Swanson and them boys, and they do got some playoff experience, but they both do. And, you know, I think pitching always – it's always the, the tiebreaker when it comes to two teams being evenly matched. And I think the Brewers have the advantage there, even losing Devin Williams to a stupid injury. And I know you and I talked about this off the air, but that was just a stupid injury. And, um, you know, I, he's a big piece that they're losing, but I don't think it's it's big enough than Okunia. The Braves. I mean, yeah. Yes, the, the, the Williams injury is one of the dumbest injuries that we've seen in a while. I mean, this is not the first time we've seen a player do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not, you're not wrong. The Acuna injury, it, it hurts Atlanta. There's no denying that. Um, but remind me again when the Acuna injury happened. It was like early July. Right. Early July, you know, right before, you know, the trade deadline, you know, you know, we were back then, you know, when Acuna a lot of people were counting Atlanta out, you know, then Atlanta came back and made those um, trade deadline moves that anted up the outfield. Yeah. You lost Acuna, but then they brought pieces in that really amped up the hitting and kind of helped fill the void that you had with Acuna. And it's still, you know, despite a weaker division, it still carried them to a division title and, you can't like Acuna is a one of a kind player. You know, we've talked about this in the office multiple times. He's, he, he stands out amongst himself, but I think the moves that Atlanta have made for this year kind of fill that void, at least in some form that's led them to a division title and can let them to be competitive in the postseason. You know, like I said, you can't fully replace Acuna, but you can try to recreate him. And I think they've done that this year with just some of the with, – with the offseason moves – or not with the offseason, but with the trade deadlines they made 
And I don't know. Like, I think, I think they're going to be competitive, but I think they can sneak out in Milwaukee. Um, if they didn't make those moves, Atlanta wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. And I just think that goes to show just like the difference that it's made. Yeah, uh, 100%. I, c- I kind of see where you're coming with this. I mean, the, with the moves they made, it, it really just solidified them and, and kept them in the playoff race and, you know, ultimately won in the division. Um, but I just think it's a very weak division, in my opinion, regardless of who came out of it. I think if, you know, if they had Okunia, I would still say this division is just very weak. They had an easy schedule because uh, by far, I mean, they played the Phillies and the Mets to end the season. Like, really, you're supposed to be winning those games, quite frankly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this, this – no way. I mean, the Brewers are not going to sweep them by any means. It's going to go four or five games. I just think the Brewers have the slight advantage on the pitching. Um, but, I mean, also another thing I wanted to point out to Atlanta sports. I mean, you know how I feel about the Falcons. This Atlanta sports just in general just has a hard time really uh, finishing games. And I think, you know, the Braves are going to win one here and there. And, and I think ultimately they're going to just lose the series like they did last year to the Dodgers. Yeah, they might. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be blatantly honest. Um, Atlanta, Atlanta sports, you know, they – sports teams, sports fans, they desperately just need one in general. Um, I know you can uh, – being a, being a Falcons fan over there, you can kind of vouch a little bit that, like, that city needs some hope, needs some love on the sports side. And so they're all they're all in on the Braves this, this postseason. Um, I just – you know, again, for me, you know, it's just Atlanta is definitely the more um, – the more powerful offensive team um than Milwaukee Milwaukee's offense is not performing to where they need them and um if we if this is a weird comparison um you know and I might I may get laughed at on this you know podcast for saying them um kind of you know a comparison back in 2018 you know the Rockies you know they're they're pitching um it wasn't good it wasn't like it was it's not that it wasn't good it wasn't tremendous it wasn't elite but it was performing at a high enough level to get them in the postseason and um their offense just disappeared out of nowhere and right as soon as we got in there in um actually it was against i believe it was against uh milwaukee it was the dodgers one game 163 right and then they played i think they played milwaukee in the the... we we beat we beat chicago in the wild card game and then went into the division series against milwaukee and our you know our pitching was 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 there but the offense just dried up and disappeared and we just got absolutely obliterated by Milwaukee as we should have you know go now in comparison to this one the Milwaukee pitching is obviously better than what the Rockies were in 2018 but it's it's still right now carrying the Brewers team whose offense has not been there for a longer period of time now you're your pitching can only keep you in a game for so long that if, if that Brewers offense and especially Yelich do not wake up, Atlanta is, Atlanta is going to jump on it. Yeah, I, I can see it. I mean, that's a great point. I mean, if Yelich and them boys, I mean, they did, they did lose. They did, I believe they got swept to the Dodgers this past weekend. So that's not a good sign heading into the playoffs that we no, were just talking about. We were talking about hot teams coming in. Um, you know, definitely the Brewers are, are coming in with the, with a small cold losing streak, which might affect them heading into the playoffs and their confidence momentum. So it's very interesting that you pointed that out. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's going to be an interesting series. This is kind of be the one, though, I'm going to be honest, that I'm not going to, you know, really pay much attention to. I'm going to pay attention to the AL side of it and, and obviously the Giants, Dodgers, and Cardinals, whoever comes out there. But definitely pay attention. This is kind of the low-key series that I said. This is the one really not a lot of people are talking about. Um, so let's go to this last final matchup. I mean, 
Giants, obviously the number one team, kind of pisses me off that they became they had to win one hundred and seven damn games to win this division. Uh, props to them, I guess, but it just it irritates me that that you know we had a great season in the Dodgers and going one hundred and six wins, and really it took one game uh, difference for them to win this division. But thoughts? Uh, remind me, would you pick again the Cardinals or the Dodgers? Um, I picked Dodgers. Yeah. Um, Okay. Just, just because of just who Scherzer is. Yeah. Um, no, I think this is the interesting one. You know, going into the 2021 MLB season, you and I sat down with a couple of other friends and we talked about that the other team that there would be two um, NLS teams in the postseason. Mm-hmm. One of them being the Dodgers, and we all strongly believed that the other team would be the Padres. Sure. We are now here on October 5th, and there are two NOS teams in the postseason, except it is the San Francisco Giants, and October baseball has returned to the Bay. Um, this is going to be a fun series, honestly. I think you got – like, again, I think it will be the Giants versus Dodgers in the series. I think, um, th- again, this is actually kind of – that scenario, looking back at the Braves and Milwaukee, um, granted, you you know, you and I talked about this earlier. The Dodgers' offense has, while the you know, while the the, the weapons are there, um, you got some injuries you're dealing with. You got some uh, players that are on a cold streak that need to wake up now. Um, and you know, the Dodgers do have tremendous pitching, um, but you know. Scherzer's not going to be out there every single game. Kershaw's dealing with an elbow issue right now. Um, obviously, we know May is not playing either. Um, so the Dodgers are coming in a little beat up, a little cold, and they need to step up right now. And against a San Francisco, a veteran San Francisco Giants team that has been consistent the entire year, I think they're they're down. The one their lowest point this year was just a four game drought, and that's it. That's ridiculous that for a team that not no one was really talking about when the season started has now come in one hundred and seven games and it has the number one seed in the NL playoffs. Um, I am a little worried about your Dodgers if they can keep up um, with the Giants just because they're the state they're in right now. Yeah. Now, if if you're if the offense wakes up, even despite like, the injuries to Muncie, um, I think the Dodgers can win this series. But right now with the state that the Dodgers are in, you're going to hate me for this. I think Giants pull away in five games. I think yeah. it's going to go five games still. And I think uh, Giants will win it. You are freaking nuts. No, I'm just playing. I mean, no, it's, <laughs> it's, I can see it. I really could. I was thinking about this more and more. I know even if the Dodgers survive the wild card game, we're going to come in with a disadvantage. Like you said, I mean, Scherzer's is not going to be pitching the first game, maybe not the second game either. And we do have Urias and Bueller who are studs, but I really – I think the Giants have the recipe to beat the Dodgers, and that's hit a lot of home runs and not give up any. Uh, prior to getting Turner and Mookie, you know, we were very a very heavy home run hitting team. We relied on a lot of runs via home run ball. Um, I, th- I still think that identity is still there. Trey's obviously changing it a little bit with his speed and Mookie as well. Um, but I think the, the whole gist of this team is really home run hitters and – and um, the, the Giants are the best at allowing um, the least amount of home runs. So I think the Giants do have the recipe to beat us. Obviously, my heart is going to go Dodgers. 
Um, I do think Doc's going to be very aggressive in our pitching with Ulias and, and Bueller and, and Scherzer to pitch pretty much every two, three days. Agreed. Um, you're not going to see Gonsolin really many much uh, until the NLCS, I think. And I think the Giants do have the recipe. It's going to go five games, and I'm going to pick the Dodgers to win like five to four in the ninth that game because this is how close it is and it's going to be a good one this is the first time ever we're seeing Giants Dodgers in a playoff game or a playoff series my my only concern and I'll add on to this because you just mentioned about like um you know management being aggressive with the pitching in the series you can do that and it may win you the series but what's going to happen when you go in against like let's say Atlanta does like let's say Atlanta with the hot offense they have right now, does meet Milwaukee and they meet um, LA. And you've been aggressive with that pitching just to beat the Giants. You guys are going to be in a very dangerous spot of going against Atlanta. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I agree. I mean, I feel like Doc's going to just go all hands on deck, though, especially playing the Giants, a, a, you know, a very, very ugly rivalry. I don't think he's going to look past it just yet. Um, obviously, the. It, you know, different different circumstances can happen. You know, where where we have a one game cushion on them, and Doc might take it easy. But this is a scary series, and I, frankly, if we could get through the Cardinals, I'll be happy. But I will not be. There will not be that weight off my shoulders because I know the Giants are, are waiting for us on Friday. You know, it's gonna be it is gonna be some good Friday baseball. Um, it just you know if if this if this Dodgers team you know, was healthy, you know, if Kershaw and May and all of them were there alongside Bueller, alongside Scherzer, um, you know, if, if, you know, if Muncie was healthy, if honestly, if the offense was playing up to the same level that Mookie and Trey are playing at right now, um, I think Dodgers would easily win this series. It's just because you guys are the better team. I just don't think just the state that you guys are in right now, I don't think it leads to a series victory. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really a toss-up. This is, I think, the closest series we'll have if it happens uh, between any of those four series in the, in, in the postseason, the first round. Uh, but really, I mean, I won't be mad at you, really, if the Giants come out here. I, I shoot. I mean, I can definitely see it happening. I'm just hoping it doesn't. Uh, we are the favorites to win the World Series, which is very odd to me. I brought that up before you came on. It's very odd that they are the favorites. Um, we still have a wild card game to play. I also do feel like the pressure, and I'll bring this up again, I, I do feel like the pressure of the Dodgers having to win the World Series, being the favorites, is going to kind of get to them just a little bit and, and cost us a series here and there. It could happen. I really do, but I, I'm hoping it doesn't. I think, I, again, I agree with you. I think the pressure is on the Dodgers. Um, I think there's also a different type of pressure. Um, you know, granted for me, I you know, I am – one of those fans, you know, you're going to laugh at me, you're going to hate me a little bit. I am one of those fans that did kind of put a little asterisk on the Dodgers World Series last year just because of what – just because of what 2020 was. Um, I'm not – you know, I'm not discounting how good of a team L.A. was last year. I just think just, the, you know, the shortened season, you know, some people were, gave that little asterisk to the Dodgers. Um, and so I think there is some pressure on this team to prove, hey, last year was not a fluke. We are a good team. We are here to win in 2021. And so I think there's that amount of pressure on top of that with them also being picked the favorites to win, win the whole thing. Yeah, this is, this is ridiculous. This is why I'm so – this is why I'm going to drink tomorrow. This is why I'm drinking tomorrow because the pressure starts tomorrow. It's already getting to me now. Try not to think about it much. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be a very good, good month of baseball. October baseball is always fun, whether it's the Dodgers or the Rockies or any other team out there. It's always, it's always entertaining to watch. So. Well, it's never the Rockies, so let's just stop right there. Um, 
Hey, October was a memorable time. It was like what 2007, so it was a good time to be a part of. Um, I was there. Um, I wasn't at the World Series, but I was around for for many of those moments, and it was it was a sight to see. I'll tell you that. So. Yeah, you know, here. Oh Lord, here here's the 14 years ago. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hopefully, you come back in, in 14 years and, and repeat the same performance because it ain't gonna happen the next few years. I'll tell you that. No, it's not. And you know that you'll have to bring me on for. Another podcast where I, I can just absolutely vent on the Rockies, but it is what it is. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to some off-season previews uh, when, once the season's over because, I mean, I know October baseball is going to come and, come and go, but, you know, the entertainment of, of you know, off-season pickups, it's going to be a very juicy free agent uh, period coming up with, with Seager, Story, and, and Correa. You and I already talked about it just a little bit, but we'll get more in-depth uh, sooner rather than later. But, Hey, appreciate it, Ryan. Uh, you know, like I told everybody out there, I promise I'm going to get him, get him on more. He is a big Broncos guy, and I do want him to talk more Broncos in this podcast. So appreciate the time, Ryan. Um, you know, we'll see each other soon. And, you know, um, yeah, we'll talk pretty soon, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely, Julian. You have a great night. Thanks, Brian. All right, boys. Well, hey, boys and girls. Thank you guys, everybody, for listening. I know, like I said, my guy, uh, Sports Inferno Chavelas is not on today, but I appreciate him. I appreciate the guests that we had, Ryan Benner and, and Thomas uh, out there listening. So, you know, hey, follow us on social media. Ryan's uh, Twitter at is Ryan underscore RB. Um, that's that's for everybody who wants to follow the the, the crazy Bronco stuff that he, he posts every day. So appreciate everybody. Uh, follow us on social media. Follow us on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, anything. Um, and, you know, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. <laughs>